Tom Borelli is a PhD molecular biologist turned political activist and a Newsmax contributor. Deneen Borelli is the author of Blacklash and a Fox News contributor. They're the Borellis, exposing government corruption and championing freedom, giving you the truth in black and white. This is Reigniting Liberty. Hey folks, thanks for checking out Reigniting Liberty. I'm Deneen Borelli and Dr. Tom Borelli is in the house bringing you the truth in black and white. So folks, there's so much going on, but this is what we're going to bring to you today. The Democrat response to the Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade continues to follow a reckless and dangerous path. Reckless and dangerous, folks. Democrats continue to incite the radical mob that is targeting the justices that overturned Roe versus Wade and returned the question back to the states about abortion. Now, disturbingly, Democrats refuse to call the mob off. They refuse to do so, which is essentially an endorsement of their abhorrent behavior and what they are doing out in the streets, the intimidation and their harassment tactics. It is absolutely outrageous. But you know, such extreme activism is overly dangerous here, folks, because it has the potential to escalate. It has the potential to trigger unstable people to get involved, to think that they could take control of these situations and take matters into their own hands and become violent against those they disagree with, especially in this regard, regarding the overturn, uh, the, the Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade. And this is also an attack on the credibility of the U.S. Supreme Court. Now, Dr. Tom, the Democrats are facing an uphill battle with the upcoming midterm elections. They are exploiting the overturn of Roe versus Wade because that's all they got, essentially. They are exploiting this to all ends, Dr. Tom, to whip up emotion and to try to drive their supporters, their voters, out to the polls. Deneen, that really does sum it up now, doesn't it? And I think this is maybe the third time we've talked about the Supreme Court, their decision, the leaked decision, and the outrageous activism. Now, normally, we wouldn't be doing this again, but the activism keeps accelerating. And as you said, it is reckless and dangerous. So in this episode, we're going to discuss the desperate Democrats and their mob allies that are taking to the streets, demanding it's their way or the highway. That's essentially it. The radical mob is unhinged and it's engaging in a gloves off intimidation campaign and the mob doesn't care about the consequences of its action. They do not care. Here's a great example. Again, this situation keeps getting worse. Last week, Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh was harassed by protesters while he was having dinner at a Morton's Washington, D.C. restaurant. The man was just wanted to have 
dinner like every other American, but the mob was there to disrupt that dinner. The protesters demanded the restaurant management to force Kavanaugh to leave the restaurant. Could you imagine that? A restaurant forcing a patron out because the mob says so. To avoid the mob, Kavanaugh left the restaurant out of the back door. Think about that. The man is Supreme Court justice, and he had to, I would say, he had to escape, had to escape the mob by going out the back door. Now, of course, Morton's defended Kavanaugh. A Morton spokesperson was critical of the protesters. Quote, Honorable Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh and all our other patrons at the restaurant were unduly harassed by unruly protesters while eating dinner at our Morton's restaurant. Politics, regardless of your side or views, should not trample the freedom at play of the right to congregate and eat dinner. Could you imagine you have to issue a statement defending a patron? What's going on here? Yeah, what is going on? Yeah. (laughs) But it it gets worse. It gets worse. So what does the mob do? They didn't turn on Morton's restaurant. They went after the restaurant chain. Since then, the D.C. restaurant has been flooded with thousands of phone calls for fake reservations. Talk about disrupting a business. All because, A, they served Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh, and B, they defended the right for the man to eat dinner out. All because of that, they then went after the restaurant and flooded it with fake reservations. How could you run a business like that? Do they care about the workers? Do they care about or the, the patrons? Pubs? The yeah. patrons? Do they care about anything? No. No, no they we don't. we said at the beginning, it's their way or the highway. I'll say it again. With Democrats, it's burn it down if it doesn't support their views. Well, they continue to have their temper tantrum, Tom and Dr. Tom, and they're having it against everything. Anything that is opposed from their view, uh, it's, it's like an all-out war, an all-out battle as far as they are concerned. And they are really ramping up their tactics of intimidation and harassment. And then you have representative from New York, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She is adding fuel to this fire, Dr. Could you Tom. Imagine? She Could you imagine? Yeah, right. Shocking, right? Well, she mocked the harassment of Justice Kavanaugh. She uh, took it to uh, social media and mocked the justice. She tweeted, and I quote, poor guy, he left before his souffle because he decided half the country should risk death if they have an ectopic pregnancy within the wrong state lines. It's, It's all very unfair to him. The least they could do is let him eat cake. And then there's this, Dr. Tom, the Biden administration is totally part of the problem. Okay, President Biden in Delaware, once again, he's there like every other day, it seems like. So he was in, 
<laughs> on his bike, yeah, or well, hopefully he didn't. I don't think he fell off this time, but yeah, no train, in Delaware, maybe the training wheels were on. I'm not sure, right? He's, he's in Delaware more the, than he's in the White House, but he was there again and he was on his bike and he was actually taking questions uh, from folks who happened to come across him. And he called for protesters to continue protesting, Dr. Tom. Now, this is from the New York Post. President Biden on Sunday encouraged women to keep protesting the Supreme Court's decision overturning Roe versus Wade and said he was mulling, declaring a public health emergency to free up federal resources for abortion access. Let's take a listen. Do you have a, you have a message to the president for women who were protesting outside Down. the White House Down. yesterday? Yes, keep protesting because keep making your point. It's critically important. We can do a lot of things to accommodate the rights of women in the meantime. But fundamentally, the only thing that's going to change this is if we have a national law that reinstates Roe v. Wade. That's the bottom line. There's things we can do to accommodate uh, particular abuses beyond like not being able to cross state lines, those kinds of things, and being able to access women's private information and so on. That we can work on that. But as president, I don't have the authority to say that uh, we're going to, you know, state Roe v. Wade as the law of the land. The only way we do that is through an election of the United States Congress. In the meantime, states can make those judgments. But So my ultimate goal is to reinstate Roe v. Wade as a national law by passing it in the United States Congress. And I'll sign it the moment that happens. But I'm going to go on my ride, okay? Yes, yes, Mr. President. One quick follow-up. One of the things they are asking for is a public health emergency. Is yeah. that something you're considering? That's or? something I'm asked the uh, folks, to, the medical people in the administration to look at, whether that is, whether I have the authority to do that and what impact that would have. Okay? okay? Thanks so much. There's also Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, Dr. Tom. He <laughs> defended the protesters outside of the Morton's restaurant in Washington, D.C. And then there is the White House Press Secretary, Corinne Jean-Pierre, essentially gave the green light, Dr. Tom. It's like, do whatever you want, essentially. She gave the green light for the protesters to keep doing what they're doing. Well, at a press briefing, Fox News's Peter Ducey, he asked her about what happened to Kavanaugh at the Morton's restaurant. And she said, quote, the president has been very clear that we condemn any intimidation of judges. And she said, this is what a democracy is. Let's take a listen. Uh, people should be allowed to be to be able to do that in a restaurant. If it's outside of a restaurant, if it's peaceful, for sure. Really? Peaceful protest. You were, your first question so to me just, was so, intimidation. So these justices, because protesters do not agree with an opinion that they signed on to, have no right to privacy, is what you're but saying. But Peter, this is, this is, people have the right to, this is what a democracy is. People, people have, have the right. right of course people have a right to privacy, but people also have a right uh, to be able to protest peacefully. Is that peacefully, safe? it's the intimidation and the violence that we condemn. So they had this back and forth tango, this dance back and forth, Dr. Tom. And you know what she did to shut Peter down, essentially? She said, finally, and I quote, 
I'm done here, Peter, end quote. <laughs> Very professional of her, huh? Yeah, the, the equivalent <laughs> of, of hanging up the phone, so to yes, speak. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And remember, exactly. she's a spokesperson, remember? Right. I'm <laughs> done here. Answering Knock it off. Questions, but, you know, I digress. Yeah. So what's really interesting to me is, so in Corinne Pierre's uh, world, protesters outside a restaurant it's just plain protests. It's a democracy. In her world, it's not intimidation. And what's really important here is that there's a huge difference between protesting a politician or a policy because those are based on public opinion, right? If you don't like a politician, you can protest. You could try to influence public opinion so they get voted out. Peacefully. Okay. There's a right way to do that as well. Same thing with the policy. That's right. the way you do it. A judge is different. A judge is different. In theory, they're not supposed to be influenced by public opinion. They only should be influenced by the letter of the law and the interpretation of the law. And that's why Supreme Court justices have lifetime appointments. So they don't have to do to Biden and lick the finger and stick the wind and figure out which way public opinion is blowing so they know how to vote. That's the difference. But in uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre's world, there is no difference. If we don't like you, Regardless of your position, we will protest, which really means intimidation, because that's what it really boiled down to. And yep. clearly, that's what it was all about. And of course, the entertainment world kicks in as well, right? Well, we can't leave them out. Now, no, of course no, no. not. All right. So we found one, I'm sure there's many, from the yep. Washington Post. Comedian Samantha B. Who's that? It's a long story, but go ahead. All right, all right. <laughs> Samantha B. All right, all right. But here's Samantha B's quote We have to raise hell in our cities, in Washington, in every restaurant Justice Alito eats at for the rest of his life. She just committed <laughs> the Supreme Court justice to a lifetime sentence of protests at restaurants. Right. Uh, she's and I'm comedian. sure that applies to his family as well. She's a comedian. You, is, is there any humor in that? None. Again, all intimidation. Uh, and then she, then she continued in her late night show, uh, quote, full frontal with Samantha B, because if Republicans have made our lives hell, it's time to return the favor. Punish the man for the rest of his life and return hell to Republicans. Yeah. This is who else are they going to punish? Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you know? look in the mirror. Maybe vote differently, right? No, 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 no. That's not the way they operate. You know, the targeting of Supreme Court justices is an example. It's a real prime example of what we call the Democrat industrial complex, where politicians, activist groups, and the media 
all work together to drive a particular message throughout the country. It's a really, it's an orchestrated and coordinated effort where each actor gets to play a specific role. Democratic politicians like Biden, they call for protests. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez calling for protests. The activist groups take that bait. They aggressively target individuals now at restaurants or at Supreme Court justices' homes. And then the media reports all of it without really talking about the consequences of ginning up the mob and the dangers of mob rule. So they all have a role to play. The politicians, the activist groups, and the media all working together ultimately to influence public opinion. Yeah, it's, it's essentially one big club, uh, but it's a very radical club. And as we said at the, the launch of this discussion, it's reckless and it's dangerous because people are watching, uh, especially young kids. I mean, my goodness, do we not see enough violence and, well, and destruction uh, across the country already? You know, you know that that's a really the context is always important. We're not talking about normal, quiet times. We're seeing a horrible violence throughout our cities. Not only gun violence, yeah, but gangs, beatings, people on subways being pushed onto the tracks. And it, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter right. that the age of the victim. I've seen them young and old. Right. It, it, there's no apparent uh, morality left. So at a right. time like that, there's already a fire burning. Democrats, the activist friends and the media just throwing gasoline on this fire. And no good can come from this. That's why and we're talking about this again today. There's also a total lack of respect as well, respect of human dignity and, and respect of human life. Uh, but Dr. Tom, the activism, as we were just saying, it is totally off the charts. And we have different groups that are playing a specific role as well. And they are right. very... The key word again is role. Everybody's yeah. got a role to play, right? That's right. But in this way, it's, 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 a, it's a terrible role. And they are all well-funded. Let's start with Ruth Sent Us. Now, they are described as dedicated to launching protests against the Supreme Court justices outside of their homes. And last I checked, their Twitter account was suspended. That's number one. The next one is Jane's Revenge. They organize people to vandalize, like graffiti or rocks through windows, uh, to firebomb fire buildings right. like the pregnancy service centers and even churches. I mean, there's there's just pictures and videos one after another of, of what they are doing across the country. Then there's this group, Dr. Tom, Shut Down D.C. Well, that says it right, right there now, doesn't it? <laughs> Shut Down D.C. Well, gee, what what's their M.O.? Well, uh, they're offering a bounty Dr. Tom, I was shocked when I read this. They're offering a bounty if someone sees a conservative Supreme Court justice at a public place like a restaurant, for example, right? And then this is how descriptive they are with what they want. This is in a tweet. DC service industry workers, if you see Kavanaugh, Alito, Thomas, Gorsuch, 
Coney Barrett or Roberts, DM us with the details. We'll Venmo you, Venmo, Venmo, I never say that right. We'll Venmo you $50 for a confirmed sighting and $200 if they're still there 30 minutes after your message. That is the Twitter that they were able to put out to get the mob going, to try to incentivize people to point out where these conservative Supreme Court justices happen to be going about their daily lives. Um, first of all, putting a bounty on a justice's head is beyond outrageous. That's number one. But can you just imagine if this were the other way around, Dr. Tom, if oh. conservative, a conservative group did this, uh, the, the, the world would just blow up. It would just self-destruct. Uh, I just, you know, the media will be calling it an insurrection, right? I got to tell you, um, I don't know what's going on with our country or with our world in general. Uh, they would add conservatives would, are destroying democracy. That would be their, their, uh, oh, their mantra. They would also say conservatives are using this as some sort of dog whistle to intimidate de Democrat justices, Dr. Tom. But this is just beyond outrageous for this group to be able to put out there that we're offering to pay you money if you do these dirty deeds against these Supreme Court justices who happen to be conservative. Right. 250 bucks if they stay there for 30 minutes. I guess that's the time frame they would need to bring out the protesters. So imagine that they can turn around in theory uh, on a dime. within 30 minutes. They could turn yep. out protests. I don't know what the timeline was for the Kavanaugh dinner at Morton's restaurant, but it couldn't have been that long. I, look, we were part of the Tea Party movement. We planned things, got permits weeks ahead. I don't remember any protest where you, you know, the phone no. call comes in, you drop everything you're doing and you run to the streets. So clearly there's got to be a financial incentive somewhere out there for these protesters also to be paid because normal people would be working. What are you right. going to do? Drop your, your life, your, your livelihood to go run in the streets and act like a fool at a moment's notice. So there, there's a lot behind the scenes and that's why, I think this, this episode is really important to provide the in-depth detail of really what's going on with respect to these protests and how it's, it's getting worse. And of course, you can't expect President Biden to be the adult in the room. Biden is On getting, anything. On anything. But especially now, because Biden is getting hammered by Democrats because right. they believe, first of all, it took them too long to react to the decision, not that he didn't have a heads up with that crazy leak, and we still don't know who leaked it yet, but again, I digress. But Biden signed an executive order on abortion, but prior to signing the executive order, he delivered some remarks. So what did Biden do? Biden also falsely said hospitals would not treat women that had miscarriages. He should be laughed off the stage for making such crazy, unverified statements. But yeah. again, he's desperate. He's in a corner. And he's going to be doing this 
and it's going to be getting worse. And of course, Ocasio-Cortez, you mentioned the tweet before, she said uh, women's lives are going to be at risk because they would not be, states would not be able to deal with an atopic pregnancy. False. It doesn't matter with Democrats. Verified or not, doesn't matter. They're just going to run with that story and it will be parroted throughout the country and especially in, in the left-wing circles. Well, yeah, that happens in a lot of situations. Uh, they just put it out there. The news runs with it. And once it's verified that this was not true, and this is in many circumstances and situations coming from the left, coming from Democrats, and where's the correction? Where's the, uh, you know, <laughs> gee, we, we got this wrong, or our sources now say that blah. I mean, whatever. But the damage is done. It's just, it's too late then. Uh, who knows if the folks they know who that. heard? They yeah. know that. They know what they're going. They they know what they're doing. They know right. the consequences of what they're doing, and they also know they're not going to be held accountable. So why not do it? Sure. It achieves their ends. That's what they want. They sure. want to use propaganda to twist minds to influence public opinion because they have nothing. Well, now they're showing their desperation, and they are very desperate, Dr. Tom, because the poll numbers are <laughs> absolutely horrible. So here we have the New York Times Siena College poll. This is what they found. Biden's overall approval rating is a whopping 33%. 64% of Democrat voters don't want Biden to run again in 2024, and 13% of Americans think the country is headed in the right direction. Only 13%. I mean, these numbers are staggering. And look, speaking of public polls, Dr. Tom, it's inflation, the economy. It's not abortion that is of most concern for the public. There's a Monmouth University poll that found economic issues were the biggest issues of concern. Inflation, 33%. Gas prices, 15%. The economy, 9%. Abortion, 5%. And despite those concerns, Dr. Tom, Biden and the Democrats, they are pushing this abortion agenda instead of what Americans and voters are most concerned about, what really matters. And they're not even trying to figure out solutions uh, to, no. for inflation, for the high gas prices. And here's another thing. Deneen, Democrats are doing severe damage to the credibility of the Supreme Court. A new poll by the Heartland Institute found 53% of Democrats want to abolish the Supreme Court. Also, 54% of people ages 19 to 39 want to abolish the Supreme Court. That is abolish the third branch of government. Here's the irony. Democrats are the ones tearing down, as they say, the democracy. Remember, Democrats always do what they accuse you of doing. But here's another thing, Dr. Tom. Finally, it's not only the Supreme Court justices that are being targeted with our research, Protesters tried to invade, invade, I said, invade <laughs> the Arizona state capitol. They tried to force their way into the Arizona Senate doors 
once they realized the state legislature was in session. Tear gas was used for crowd control. It's estimated there were anywhere from 7,000 to 8,000 protesters. This is a one-day one day event, this particular news story I'm referring to. And there was significant property damage of properties and memorials. Is that, isn't that that an insurrection? I mean, is that a definition yeah. of, of, of what that is uh, in Arizona? Were the legislatures, were they being intimidated? Possibly, you know, could have been personally well, yeah. harmed, right? But of course not because it's Democrats and it's their mob and it's all and things it's, abortion. It's the precious Our way issue or the abortion. highway. Right. It's the precious issue of abortion. It's I mean, sick. That's one of their holy grails. They can't let that one go. You know, and speaking of numbers, going back to those poll numbers, 33% approval was it from the New York Times? Yeah. I was asked about that uh, recent uh, Newsmax interview. And what I said was, look, this is the first attempt to get rid of Biden. The New York Times now has is leading the agenda. They're leading with he's a failure. They need to get somebody else in there because they know the man is such a disaster. And according to Rasmussen reports, with the generic congressional ballot, like are you going to vote for Republican or Democrat this coming election, Republicans have an eight-point advantage, which is very significant. The New York Times isn't stupid. They drive the agenda. A lot of ways they drive the national political agenda. So now they're targeting Biden and he knows it. And that's why he's getting even more desperate. Unbelievable. Well, the media during the uh, last presidential election, of course, they didn't do their due diligence. They allowed Biden to uh, campaign from his basement. <laughs> they did not report on where he stood on so many issues where voters would have been informed to know to prevent, to keep us from being in this situation that we are in now in our country and, of course, and globally, you know, with, with foreign affairs, international affairs as well, Dr. Tom. Yeah, maybe that's our next episode, talking about how influential the media is, as, as President Trump would say, the fake news media, yeah. how, mu how, inf how much really power they really do will, because as you said, they protected Biden, essentially got him elected. Now he's doing such a horrible job shocking, I know, as yeah. other episodes, the man has been a liar and a fraud his complete life. But they let him go because they But aren't they Trump. supposed to report the news, yeah, do right. their research and they report have an the news? Right. right, right. right. It's an agenda. And now the uh, their agenda is to get rid of Biden and, you know, maybe stick in uh, Hil Hillary Clinton in for the president uh, oh, in 2024. That's not that again. That's probably, yeah, right. Been there, done that, another repeating nightmare for uh, the American people. Uh, but yeah, I think this is where we're headed. It's the movie that won't end, a bad no. movie that won't end. Well, then there is this, Dr. Tom, going back in time. Let's not forget about the words from California Democrat Representative Maxine Waters a few years ago when she sounded the alarm. It's on video. She sounded the alarm for the mob to intimidate and to harass individuals that were in the Trump administration. 
Here's that. And so let's stay the course. Let's make sure we show up wherever we have to show up. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. So Dr. Thomas, the radical left-wing mob, they have aggressively and brazenly taken to the streets to harass and intimidate anyone who disagree with them. And you have Biden and the Democrats, they are refusing to condemn their actions, their tactics. Well, Deneen, again, when you led with the words reckless and dangerous, that really does appropriately and accurately describe what they're doing. It is reckless and dangerous. And remember, context is important. Not only, as we mentioned before, uh, there's a lot of violence throughout the streets, throughout the country, whether it's shootings or beatings or whatever have you. Well, let's not forget there was already an attempted assassination of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. The man didn't get that close. He was caught outside, but he had all the tools it looked like to go in and either tie him up, kill him, or do whatever, as well as his family members. Yeah. So they're doing this after that incident. A again, it doesn't take much these days to send someone who's already unhinged to push them over the edge. It already happened. A man was already arrested for contemplating assassinating Brett Kavanaugh. Yep. And they're... they're it's still pedal to the metal. They do not care. And no one is calling the mob off. And finally, we have to talk about Attorney General Merrick Garland. Yeah. By law, by federal law, he should have arrested the protesters outside the houses before, the Supreme Court justice houses, before the ultimate decision was made to overturn Roe versus Wade. He did not. But Garland had no problem, no problem at all, mm -hmm. going after parents who were at school board meetings expressing their outrage of what their tax dollars were teaching their children. So think about that. Garland didn't want to protect Republican-nominated and on-the-bench Supreme Court justices but he was more than willing to sick the FBI on parents. Yep. This is completely outrageous. And just think, Garland was nominated by former President Obama to be on the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. That's right. What, oof. Yeah, oof. <laughs> what else can you say? Where do these people come from? How do they sleep? How do they live with themselves? Whatever happened to equal justice under the law? You're talking about the attorney general. He runs a department of justice. As you once said at a Tea Party speech, the department of joke. Yeah. Now it's a bad joke. And the joke is on the American people. 
for sure. And uh, all I can say is everything is twisted, Dr. Tom. Yeah, you know, it, it is twisted, but the bottom line is Democrats will do anything and everything for power. And again, this is what this episode really focused on. And I'm sure there's going to be more episodes on other issues just showing just how the Democrats have gone wild. And it's up to the American people to think about what they're doing, how they're going about it, and then take appropriate action in the voting booth come November. Well, there you have it, folks. Thanks for checking out Reigniting Liberty. And remember, everyone has a role to play. What are you doing for liberty? Until next time. This has been Reigniting Liberty with Tom and Deneen Borelli, the truth in black and white. For exclusive video footage of these interviews, be sure to follow Deneen Borelli on CloudHub at Deneen Borelli. And also make sure to visit DeneenBorelli.com. Follow Tom Borelli on Twitter at Tom Borelli. And follow Deneen at Deneen Borelli. Subscribe wherever you listen and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Reigniting Liberty, the truth in black and white.